Hey guys, welcome back to the G's Podcast with Gabby and Gabe. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the snow. Yeah, we, we haven't been to like the real, real snow. Yes, we do have snow here like two hours um away from here, but it's whack. It's a whack ass snow. No, it's not. Like It's literally just like this. Have the you been this year? No, I haven't. And then why are you barking? But I don't even know if there's snow. Exactly. Why are you saying that? True. This is a Christmas setup. Yeah, we just decided to move the chairs to this side because we set up our Christmas tree. I'm actually super proud of this Christmas tree because the past couple of Christmas trees that we have decorated, they're whack. Yeah, they've been they've been real trees and and this one looks looks real, no? Yeah, but it's not real. Yeah, it's not real because the they're real trees se ponen sad like after two weeks. Yeah, it's because we don't, like, take care of them. You have to, like, water them and just give them a lot of maintenance. And we honestly don't do that. So we just decided to stick with the fake tree for many reasons. But, yeah, like I mentioned, we decorated this Christmas tree and I love it. Yes, it looks beautiful. We have all the Christmas presents. We decided to do um mystery boxes we decided to buy the christmas presents early this time because the last year it was a struggle uh, it was a struggle 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 and struggle. i don't know why i feel like when you do it the last minute there's a lot of people it's just crowded it, it, there's nothing at the stores and it's just difficult and it's a lot of pressure you know and we got a lot of plans for next year so yeah we have to be careful with our money and just be smart about it but we still wanted to give something to our families. Yes, of course. Just something so they could open, you know, because it's it's nice to just have a little present, even though it's nothing super crazy. That's why we decided to go with the mystery boxes. But it's funny because we were looking for boxes at Dollar Tree, us trying to be ahorrativos. And, um, well, we couldn't find the good size boxes mm -hmm. and i decided to ask one of the cashiers so she went back and she checked and she brought us a lot of boxes she was only gonna give us like two and we're like do you have more she was like yeah. oh yeah how many do you need like six or seven yeah so we decided to go on a little trip on the six and it was a really quick fast and really fun trip i mean road trip mm -hmm. we just went and then we came back the next day and the fun part about that is that i got to drive once again oh my god jiva's gonna start turning to lola la trailera because i mean i'm surprised you know she's driving she's driving good because i always drive good <laughs> you always just like to talk crap about the way i drive but you know I feel like I drive good. No, actually, you do drive good. You see? You yeah, just wanna roast like, me. When she's driving, she's like... Ugh. Dude, it's because Shrimpy se me pone de la like, sideways, and it hurts, and I'm like... Yeah. You see? You just did it right now with your eyes. You're literally rolling your eyes. Like, oh, my bad. Also, my oh. grandma is now out of the hospital, so thank you for everybody for their prayers. We went to pick her up on the 8th right yeah the eighth and after that it was um galilea's birthday huh yeah my little sister well she's not too little anymore i mean she's still yeah. little the size but she's tiny but she's now 20 years old and yeah we just we didn't do nothing crazy it was just a little cake you know my mom made some tinga bomba's tinga that we actually had to go again for the oh, recalentado god we ate like four no cuatro yo me comí cuatro y tú like Two or three? I don't even know. Like, uh, no, okay, cuatro, three. We were eating a lot. Well, tostadas or? 
No, pues, I mean, the okay, next the, day? yeah, the first day we ate tostadas. Yeah, but the next and day we... And then the next day we ate some <gasps> tacos. Dude, Gabriel found some tortillas de maíz in my mom's fridge, and... Ya estaban podridas ya. Dude, the last tortilla was green. It was all, like, moldy. No, but it was the last one, so... It was just the last one. We didn't even... Ahí le quitamos ahí lo verdecito, you know? No. No, but we noticed at the end, we were like, Oh, shoot. Oh, well. Ya no lo habíamos tragado. Con razón, me dio diarrea, güey. No, just like... Oh, no, but it's so crazy how the years han pasado because I knew Galileo when she was, bueno, estaba chiquita todavía, pero, pero ¿cuántos años tenía? Like 12? No. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, mi amor. Yeah. Yes. She was 12? When she was 12, GV. Like, literal, estaba la... Los acaba de cumplir then because we met in December and her birthday is December. Yeah, so tenía 12 cuando la conocí tú. No, no 12, mi amor. Okay. Because we're going to be 12, um, we're going to be 8 years. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Damn, so I knew her when she was 12 years old. Piche chamaquita así parecía una bebé. Yeah, she was so little. She was so little, pero pues, damn, los años pasan. It's going quick. Yeah. So then it was your nana's birthday, mi amor. We did not do nothing crazy once again. I got her two piece. It was like some pants with a little sweater. And fussy socks because she's been really cold lately. I yeah. think it's because, oh, because she lost a lot of weight as well. My grandma, she has a shit ton of siblings, right? And she only has one brother. And honestly, I don't, I don't talk to nobody. Like, not her family. I don't even talk to my own family. My family for me is just my mom and my sisters, my dad, my grandma. That's it. Like, don't, don't try to bring me more family into my life because I'm good. And I have never really interacted with them besides when I was a little girl because, I mean, I was forced into it. Mm -hmm. And it was so uncomfortable because I feel like people shouldn't force you to hug or kiss or just say hi to anybody, especially if you don't feel comfortable and you just don't want to. Of course, I still have my manners, so I stretched my hand. I was like, oh, hello, blah, blah, blah. And the guy, like, he, like, squished my hand and pulled me, like, to hug me, and I was like, don't do that. I, I get it. You're my grandma's brother, but that's it. Like, yeah, who are you? Does mean nothing. Yeah, and it was not comfortable. And then my sister Genesis, well, she went inside the house and as well, like, she stretched her hand. She was saying hi. And the guy did the same thing. And my sister was like, what the heck? Because that's how we are. Like, now that we are older, we understand that people need to respect our space, you know? Mm -hmm. She pulled back again and he was kind of like annoyed i guess mm -hmm. but not really because we went to the kitchen the guy came over again and he was trying to hug us in front of my mom i, I don't know i feel like he thought that if my mom was there we were gonna do it like we were gonna be like oh shit my mom's here let's hug him and i literally pushed him i was like hey sir like please give me my space and then he was touching my sister's hair and my sister was like don't touch me so he was he was kind of weird i don't know the guy gave me a different vibe i was like no girl and my mom of course she didn't say like oh hug him or anything because she knows us she knows that she shouldn't be forcing us for any reason especially because i mean we have grown so much we have been through so much that we opened up to her and then she opened up to us like, don't don't be forcing them to do anything because i remember when i met gabe um he was the cinderella of that of his house that's what my mom called him because mm -hmm. he always did anything and everything his parents asked mm -hmm. him to 
and it was okay i mean like he had to help with that cleaning of the house it's like he would take care of his siblings or not just that but like his parents back then they had so many um guests over they would be like oh bring this to them do this to them whatever and then those people the guests they will take advantage of that mm -hmm. because now they will send you and be like oh try me cafe oh try me this oh do this for me or do that for like whoever yeah. and Gabriel was there to do it they're doing the same thing or oh, they were doing actually the same thing yeah. with your younger my, sister yeah with my little sister and we actually yeah we gave a little talk hey but like, you shouldn't be um shouldn't be doing things that you don't that you don't want to like yeah you're living under their their house and everything but there's things that you can limit not too long ago we well, we were at Gabriel's parents house and there was a guest at their house once again and I've been noticing that they are repeating the same story that they did with Gabriel with Valeria because that's the only girl and not just that but she's the only child they they have now because everybody has their own place or they just move, moved out and every time I see that there's guests in his parents house they they tell Valeria oh do this do that and I feel like it's okay because you should teach your kids to be like serviciales but also don't take advantage of them you know we were actually having some dinner and Valeria and I we were having a little conversation we were just messing around talking Valeria's mom she was like oh bring coffee to this person and i was like what the heck but whatever so she did and then later on the person that we're not gonna name um he was like hey you bring me more coffee dude when he said that i i, I got mad i was like oh hell no so gabriel already knows like i don't stay quietly if, if i don't like something i will straight up tell him everybody's face mm -hmm. i grabbed valeria's hand and i set her down i was like you're not moving from here yeah because she was also eating I yeah was like, she well, was eating like dude just let her eat first and then if she wants to she could do whatever she ask, wants yeah ask politely and if she wants to she would do it yeah but no he demanded the no. coffee and valeria was getting up and i i grabbed her hand i set her down i was like you're not moving from here and i looked at, at the person at the guy and i was like why you don't go like you have hands and feet like you can go and make yourself the coffee don't you see the girl is eating and everybody at the table gabriel his brother his parents everybody they all stay quiet and they just like put their head, head down and they continue eating but Lyria, she turned red mm -hmm. she was like oh my god like i feel like she felt that her parents were gonna get mad at her and i continue talking to valeria like about our topic and valeria was just quiet like she didn't even know what to do. What I love about Gabby is that she um she also has been growing up with my little sister because when we got together, Bale was like like four or five years old. You have been like her older sister, especially because she's the only girl in the house. I feel like your mom doesn't feel comfortable um, talking to your sister about like really yeah. taboo, let's call it, topics. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that Valeria feels comfortable asking me whatever. And at one point, I, I felt like weird because... Of course, you don't want to say something then your parents getting mad at me, which yeah. that usually happened so many yeah. times. Mm -hmm. That's why Valeria stopped um, coming to our house because your parents didn't like the way I was talking yeah. to her. I've been such a help in her life mm -hmm. and she knows that now because every time she needs something or anything, she comes up to me and I feel really happy about that. Yeah, because I mean, she's treating you like a big sister, you know? Yeah, also with my sisters, I always been like that. 
The point is that we had a conversation with her and I was like, girl, like, you need to set up your boundaries and it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because many times when you're so young, you're scared of your parents, you know, and your parents don't see the wrong they're doing in the moment Mm -hmm. until you get older and then you start speaking about it. But why should we wait until we get older and we get those like anger or Mm -hmm. sadness towards our parents because they never saw wrong on whatever they were doing since i have memory i always been through so many uncomfortable situations in my life as you guys know gabriel has been the only man like my first boyfriend my not my first kiss because we already know that (laughs) but um yeah he's been my first everything it it has a reason to it i never felt comfortable around men that's one of the things that i liked about gabriel because when we were dating he never made me feel uncomfortable or he never forced me to do anything we actually waited a pretty long time until we decided we wanted to be with each other Mm -hmm. but before we actually did anything i wanted to open up to him and tell him everything about my life and i was really like scared not scared it was more like embarrassed i guess because why would you want to tell your boyfriend like oh this happened to me or did somebody did this to me or anything like that like around those lines because it's just uncomfortable you know especially if that guy doesn't have a really mature mentality i'm not gonna go really deep into each story because i feel like there's no point it's something that passed a long time ago i never thought about like telling it to the public let's say a long time ago i was about to tell my story because i used to do story times and i was gonna do it but then i didn't want to like say anything because i was afraid of hurting other people's feelings and that's the worst i think because why would i be caring about other people's feelings instead of mine or like protecting someone when they hurt you so much the first time that i had a uncomfortable situation with a man was when i was around six years old i believe and at that time we used to live in mexico with my grandma and i had a cousin he was younger than me for almost two years there was another guy he was friend of the family but he was so young i i think he was i don't know 16 15 years old and he will make me and my cousin kiss and you might think oh like who hasn't kissed your cousin well i know a lot of people but that doesn't mean that it's right you know and i didn't want to kiss my cousin but he will force me he will be like oh if you don't do it I'm going to tell your mom that you did it the other day. And now you don't want to do it. So he will play Barbie, like the carne y hueso, basically, with my cousin and I. And he will make us, like, touch our private parts and stuff like that. I was so happy because we left Mexico, as you guys know. And I thought everything was going to be fine. And I was never going to live that in my life again. But no. We arrived to this person's house, my grandma's brother. Well, we were living with him. He was an asshole. I remember when he was super young, he was an asshole to my dad, to my mom. Of course, I I was grateful because he gave us a techo and everything. But like I said, not because you're under somebody's roof. That means that they have to treat you like shit. And he had this like um, stepson, I will call it. Again, he was around 15, 16 years old. And I was super young. I was around six or seven years old. He will also like 
touch my boobs, which I didn't even had, or tried to kiss me. And it was so uncomfortable, too. I knew it was not right. And I never told my mom, like, about any of those situations. We didn't last there for so long because, like I said, he was an asshole to my dad. So my dad decided to just get out or stuff and leave. It, that's a hard thing about coming to another country, you know? That you have to be moving constantly because like it's not comfortable until mm -hmm. you find your own place even if it's a little tiny studio you will live so much better and comfortable and happy but um no we did not move to our own space we end up going to somebody's else place that's when everything started like bad 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 we lived in one of the rooms of the trailer with my mom my dad my sisters and i it was so tiny and at that time my parents well they were working but they had like really bad jobs like they worked for so many hours i was in the elementary school my sisters and i we would get out of school earlier my mom always told us to not get out of the room so we wouldn't be like bothering or just disturbing anybody one day my uncle, he knocked on the door. He was like, oh, it's everything okay. I was just making sure that you girls were good. I was like, yeah, my sister started sleeping and I'm just here playing with my dolls. And he was like, oh, you want to get out? That way you don't get bored in here. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. My mom said that we should stay in the room and just wait for her. He was like, oh, it's okay. Like, you guys don't bother me. You can't play in the living room. I got out of the room and I started playing with my dolls in like in the living room and nothing happened he was doing his own thing he was actually cooking like he loved to cook everybody everybody in my family loved this uncle like everybody my mom my grandma everybody he was the typical guy like super nice super friendly everybody loved him he was the party of the of the room even myself i was like oh he's the best uncle until one day well, he told me that I should shower. So that's what I did. I end up showering. He was just watching me shower. He never went inside. He didn't do nothing. He was just staring at me. As soon as I got out, he gave me a towel. And then he blow dried my hair and he brushed it. So that will happen once in a while. Then he started being super, like, super, super nice to me. He would buy me toys, chocolates, candies, whatever. He would give me money. He started sitting me in his lap and he would play with my hair. And I remember this uncle, he had an accident a long time ago. I was not even there. Like, I never knew about that until later on. And his index finger, he cut off most of his finger not not his finger like the meat of his finger skin. yeah and the only way that he wouldn't lose that if they replace the skin and the meat he had there with another skin from his own body part every time he will get like candy or anything or just make me try like uh food he would cook or anything he would give me through that finger and he did that so many times obviously when there was nobody else it was just us when i was older I discovered that the skin that he had in that finger, supposedly, it was part of his private part. So many things happened like that, that in that moment, I never saw them as uncomfortable because he will sweet things out, you know? He, he will make, make everything look innocent and good. It started little by little. One day, I got out of school, like the usual. I was really tired, so I took a nap. He woke me up. We used to sleep in bump beds. So I was in the top one. So he grabbed me and he took me down 
and then he took me to the shower but this time he took me to his shower when i got out of the shower he wanted to dry me i felt like this sensation in my body that something was not okay he um he started getting like fully naked that was actually the first time that i saw a guy's private part but like hard it was so weird to me and he put one of my favorite shows that i used to watch it was called topollillo it was a rat he had big ears and he told me to just watch the show i was just trying to concentrate on the movie that way i wouldn't pay attention to what was going on in reality my uncle the person who was supposed to be family and just like protecting me he was molesting me at that time like i don't even want to remember i just want to let you guys know that he did so many disgusting things to me to my body and even though he didn't penetrate me he still hurt me in so many ways once he will finish he will send me back to the shower he would tell me to shower again i would shower again he would make sure that i was good and then he would tell me to go back to the room and just pretend like nothing happened i don't even remember honestly how long we lived there but we lived there for so long and all the time that we were there it that happened i never spoke about it with nobody nobody but that will hunt me like I will have nightmares. I will pee myself. Until one day, my parents finally, they could afford the little tiny apartment, I remember. It was so ugly, but it was the best. Until, well, my dad took my sister back to Mexico. We went back to Mexico, and so many years passed by. One day, somebody knocked on the door, and it was him. And he was there just to visit. I feel so many emotions at that time because it was like my life just flashed in like in front of me and like I went through everything again, you know, and I felt such like a noodle in my throat. I felt so like, uh, it was like chills through all my body. I was trying to avoid him as much as I could. He left. And I was like, thank God I will never see this motherfucker again. I thought that I would never see him again because, first of all, he divorced my aunt. And, well, there was no reason for them to see each other again because they have kids, but they were all already old. That's when I went to Hermosillo. I wanted to spend New Year's with her. We were at her oldest son's house. This uncle, he arrived, and it was the first time I had seen him in years. I was already 15, 16 years old. I felt stuck. I felt like somebody just froze me. He arrived with another uncle, but this uncle is my 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 mom's brother. I hugged him. He hugged me, and everything was okay. It was good. But I was not about to hug the other one. He was like, oh, aren't you going to hug me? But he pulled me, and he hugged me, and he whispered on my ear, like, because I have done so many good things to you. Dude, when he said that, I felt so much anger inside of me. I literally just wanted to stab him. When he said that, he gave me a kiss, like really close to my like my lips. And I felt so disgusting. Like I feel so, so disgusting. He just walked away and I stayed there like still. My eyes, they started watering. Like I didn't do nothing. Like I felt so much anger inside of me, but I didn't do nothing. So I ran to the to the bathroom and I started cleaning myself. You guys have no idea. It was 
so weird. I just feel so disgusting that I start cleaning myself. I grab a towel they had. I wet it. I put soap on it and I start cleaning my entire body. Like I got naked and I start cleaning myself and I start crying. And I start praying to God like, God, just heal this. Whatever I'm feeling because I didn't even know what I was feeling. I felt scared. I felt like angry. I felt like so many mixed emotions. That was the last time I saw him. I never saw him ever again. I never told nobody about it. One day my family received a call out of nowhere. They started crying and I was like, oh my God, what happened? Something really bad happened. And the news was that he passed away. I remember I went outside and I sat on the rocking chairs that my grandma had and I put my headphones on and I played some music and I was just listening to music. It's so sad and sucky because the way this person passed away is just it's just horrible. He was riding his bike at night on the on the freeway and a big old trailer ran over him and cut him in half. I never wanted to say nothing because I love my cousins, you know, I love them and I will never want to hurt their feelings. And I never told my mom until one day. Well, first I told Gabriel about it and then he told me like, yo, you should tell your mom. And I was like, but it's been so many years, <laughs> so many years, like I was already 17 years old. I was about to be 18 years old when I decided to tell my mom. And I remember the day I, t I told her we, we were sitting in her bedroom and I don't know why, but the conversation came up and I was like, I need to tell you something. I need to actually confess you something. And I, I felt like my mom, well, she never imagined nothing about it, especially about him. But yeah, I told her, I did not give her details. I just remember her face. It was a face of pain but i feel good about myself now i'm happy i'm healthy i have a healthy relationship with my husband we're having a baby on our way and i'm just so blessed you know so i think we're gonna live it here yes well this if, one's a deep one yeah if you guys want to share your story you guys can do it down in the comments and if you don't want to or you don't feel comfortable whenever you do and you're ready, you can do it. Thank you guys once again for watching. And remember, we love you guys. Y besitos en el yoyo.